12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 7, 8, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028, 2029, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028, 2029, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, 2028, 2029, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, 2026, 2027, Uh, here we are, Sean, in our yeah, beautiful man. new studio. I feel like Joe Rogan, man. <laughs> Look at us. We're, 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 we're in a fancy... Where, where are we? We're um, in a, a we're library? We, yeah, where are we? I, I suppose the library? We're going to say a library, Brian? I reckon we're in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're in a cool wave. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, enough of that, Sean. Nah, man, we've got a new studio. We've got two new killer stories. We do. We've got uh, two gold mics. Two gold mics, like uh, Graham Kennedy and Bert Newton. Yeah, man. man. Taking this shit old school. Living at large. Uh, <laughs> we have a guy called Brian with us. Yeah, P-Dog. He's B-Dog. our new producer. Give him yeah. a round of applause. He heard that, so thank you. Yeah, put a <laughs> put a sound effect in there. Yeah, prop yourself up there, Brian. Now on, we're, <laughs> we, we used to always walk around saying that we're the boss. Now we're legit the boss. Yeah. Do as we say, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> on camera. Off camera, Brian's like, you got to do this, you dogs. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so uh, your story this week is... Almost semi-autobiographical. Slightly, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. It's, uh, we'll go into it after we've... we've yeah, it. yeah uh, that's uh, yeah. Sausages. And my one is also... Semi-biographical? No, I wasn't there. <laughs> it was uh, historically inaccurate. inaccurate. <laughs> really? really? I thought it was yeah. 100% accurate. So who, who are we going for? who's going first? You want to rock, paper, scissors? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Ready? One, two, three. Fuck. <laughs> one, two, three. <laughs> one, two, three. Alrighty. All right, so uh, yeah, I suppose Master will go first. You want to go first? Yeah, so let's do that. All right, without further ado, here's Nathan Howell's Sausages. <laughs> she stared viciously across the counter, a stare I'll never forget. Pure terror flowed through me, paralyzing my ability to think and talk. I felt my legs turn to jelly, my throat so dry it felt as if I'd swallowed razor blades. The words I'd heard early that morning swirled through my mind. Go to the European food market. You'll love it. I remember being sceptical. All I needed was some snaggers for the barbie we were throwing later that evening. Bloody ripper sausages at the European food market. The conversation continued to replay in my mind. I should have listened to my gut and gone to the local supermarket, taking the safe, comfortable option. A pack of 24 barbecue snags and a couple of packs of white bread rolls. But now, now it was too late for that. The descent into terror was swift. I'd arrived at the European food market optimistic, but within seconds, that optimism was gone. I accidentally entered through the exit and was hustled back out the door by a cold-faced man carrying a whole pig's carcass. I'd only set one foot in the door, but what I saw should have warned me that this was no place for a man of simple desires such as myself. I recomposed myself and walked back in, 
I was instantly jostled around like a pinball by a ravenous pack of elderly customers and pushed to the counter, unaware that my ordeal was about to begin. What the fuck's a liverwurst? I thought, looking for the barbecue meat packs. The lady behind the counter's cold dead eyes making me increasingly uncomfortable. An old lady poked me in the kidneys with an umbrella. Hurry up or I'm getting the fellas to wrap these up for me, she hissed. That was it. I was in full panic mode. I'm not sure what happened next. All I know is eventually I made it out the door holding a pig's head and a jar of sauerkraut, sporting a vicious looking bite mark on my ribs. Fuck this, I sobbed, wincing as I touched the bloody wound under my shirt. I'm going to Coles. Uh, uh, terrifying stuff. <laughs> terrifying stuff, man. That'd have to be the most harrowing story of snagger purchases I've ever <laughs> ever heard, man. Well, I mean, it is a, you know, it's a serious situation when you need to purchase sausages and you well, can you, get thrown off course it can the whole world can descend into chaos i've never looked at you cowardly before but you haven't that, seen me in a shopping center i freak out man that's like your achilles heel yeah yeah pretty much like yeah. he used to be a muay fighter and everything but like a couple of old ladies <laughs> at the deli aisle is just like i, I, I don't do. know how people don't freak out in that situation though man it's uh you can't trust them stock road markets man it's a gnarly place yeah 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 i, I think I, I, you know, I changed the name slightly uh, to European foods, apart from its real name, I think it's Euro Style Food Europeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's actually <laughs> European foods, so it's not European food. Um, but yeah, so last what week did you, do? you took an S off. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so last week before uh, the show, I went to buy some sausages. Yeah, and I went to uh, said butcher, and it was just a terrifying experience all around. It was, uh, it was fucked. Were you hungover at this point? Yes. Yeah, I was very hungover. And it was very, very crowded. And the, I walked through the exit. It didn't look like an exit. It just looked like a normal opening set of doors. And everyone there was a local. Yeah. And they knew it was an exit. And as soon as I walked in, it was just like death stairs all so, around. I'd ruined the circular motion. that they, You have to go in this door, circle around, and out that door. So they were all doing their own thing. And then you tried leaving the exit. And it was like that uh, village of the damned. Oh, yeah, And man. they all just stopped. The and whole place stopped. Other. The music stopped. Like, a bottle broke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. People's so, noses started to <laughs> <laughs> And being the coward I am, I like ran out that door in about a second flat. My wife had to recompose me. Like, it's okay. We're just buying sausages. This won't be a big deal. Uh, so, yep. Well, was your missus there? Yeah, she was. Uh. She's my carer more than my missus <laughs> in situations like this. So. <laughs> so was there actually a pig carcass? There was. A guy did actually carry a whole pig out. So, so what? where did the fear come in for that? Was it... Your fear of pigs? No, I actually wasn't scared of that. That I was just like, that's fucking cool. Like, <laughs> I want to buy a whole pig. But for story's sake, I thought that was a, you know, a good little Oh, because I thought maybe that I might have gone into your, your subconscious <laughs> a bit with my story of the menacing eyes about, like, the pigs. About the pig, yeah, pigs well. And the farmer. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, no. Nah. Or were you just looking at it like, that motherfucker, he's just desserts, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, the pig, oh, yeah, the pig didn't scare me. As soon as I went through the right entry, everyone in there was already angry at me. Like, because I'd ruined the flow. And the people behind the counter were just like, you don't know what you're doing. You don't belong here, boy. Go to, it, go to Coles. It's a very Italian, <clears throat> a very Italian area. So, yeah, it might have just had that Sicilian blood. Oh, yeah. They, they got angry very quickly and went in there. We just wanted to buy a couple of snaggers. It wasn't a big deal once that all happened, you know, but you've got to exaggerate for the sake of the story. And I think uh, for all the fat viewers out there, will probably be thinking the same thing that I'm thinking. Were they good snackers? They were fucking great snackers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do recommend it, hey. So. <laughs> if you can get through the uh, the trauma of... Just make sure you go through the right door. The, the, so the, 
the trauma of shopping with Italians. Is that <laughs> is that the message your story is trying? No, no, not at all. I, um, I kind of think, think there's, more, a, there's uh, an Serbian un- and Croatian in there, to be honest with you. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so, yeah. That makes sense. They're scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they can be a little bit like serious, you know. And so, there's an underlying racist tone to this. No, not at all. I, not I don't all. appreciate that. <laughs> I've been watching the the Twitter with Black Lives Matter, man. This is not the time for that sort of speech, bro. Definitely no hate speech. Um, best sausage we've had in a while. Hate speech, hell. <laughs> HSH. Oh man! All right. No, so- I did. I did like that story, man. And it's, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, we're, we've been friends for a while, man. And it, it sucks that you had to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good thing we have a nice big couch for me to know, lay man. down all my uh, yeah, man, insecurities this, and phobias now. You know, this is like therapy now. It's so. very much like a. We have Dr. Brian yeah. disapprovingly looking at us. <laughs> Why did I decide to produce these guys, man? <laughs> we just coerced him into this. He thought he had a good product, and no, he we, might we just lied. he might just throw us to the alligators. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh, we're adding so much production value to Brian. He's just like fuck. So this, this episode might come out in what next summer, like every other blockbuster. Yeah, <laughs> Avengers Seven, whoever they're after. No, they don't do numbers, don't they? I don't. Know. I don't care. No, they. Comic, it's like uh, movies. No, they're great, and we should <laughs> more yeah, hate speech. We sorry. should not be alienating any fans yeah. of books on this podcast. I hate all of you. <laughs> No, Marvel's pretty good. So it's weird. Do you have an argument for? Well, we've gone way off topic. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. We'll put an Instagram thing about which you prefer, DC, Marvel, or nothing. nothing. But because uh, I'm kind of anxious to get into my story. You always ask you one. You're good at making me feel all about you. Yeah, man. Because it's just like I'm being creative. <laughs> you uh, need that outlet, obviously. I man. I, here it is. Let's just watch it. This is my short story. <laughs> Uh, Here's your story There's seven soldiers The seven soldiers The brigade of seven soldiers Socialised in the back of the military truck These seven soldiers were highly regarded In the Australian military They were referred to as the seven dwarves Ironically because they all stood over Six feet tall Arriving in town being waved to by a young Aboriginal boy The soldiers waved back as their truck Pulled into the Meredith military base and walked into their meeting. The brash soldiers sat, somewhat confused around the boardroom table in the pitch black office with the only light source coming from their cigarettes and the projector screen. The soldiers stood to attention when General Kaufman entered the room. At ease, gentlemen, he said with a tone that can only be earned by years of warfare. Everything about this mission is highly confidential. Is that understood? Yes, sir, the soldiers responded in unison. The officers left the meeting trying not to laugh at how ridiculous their upcoming mission was. They're fucking emus, right? Said Dopey. Shut up, said Doc. Nothing more was said as the men headed to the local pub for a night of drinking. The men relaxed, enjoying their bruise, joking about the mission that the military was referring to as the Great Emu War. You're not allowed in here. The fat bartender screamed to the Aboriginal elder and the young boy who waved to the soldiers earlier that day. The Aboriginal elder spoke in his native tongue as the young boy translated. You don't want to go into that bush, the boy translated. They're not emus. They're not emus, the boy said, visually scared at what the elder had said. All right, that's enough. Get out, said the fat bartender. Shut the fuck up, Doc replied with disdain. He turned back to hear what the elder and the boy had to say, but as quickly as they arrived, they vanished. The seven dwarves walked through the bush. 
What do, you, what do you think they meant by they're not emus? Dopey said. Quiet, Doc responded. Come have a look at this, screamed Grumpy. As the group circled the small crater that looked like a burnt-out rock with neon green glow peeking out of its crevices. What is it? Dopey said. But before he could respond, Grumpy fired three rounds into the rock from his pistol, causing a cloud of gas to spray into Grumpy's face like a fire hydrant. Grumpy flew back, screaming in pain as the gas caused his skin to bubble and his eyes to bleed. As the soldiers tried to help, it was no use as he began to choke on a white, foamy vomit that oozed out of his mouth. The men mourned for their fallen comrade for only a few short moments before they continued with their mission. But as they marched on, they heard the rustling of footsteps as they turned around and saw Grumpy staring at them. Grumpy, you're alive! Sleepy said, charging to his friend with open arms. Grumpy charged Sleepy, viciously biting, ripping and tearing at Sleepy like a rabid dog. Sleepy's blood-curdling screams didn't last long as Grumpy quickly turned his body into a bloody puzzle pieces scattered on the ground. The soldiers watched in horror as they fired on the mutilated monster that only a few moments ago was their comrade. It took every bullet from every soldier to take down Grumpy, draining the men of every piece of ammunition they had. The soldiers collapsed to the ground in emotional agony as they had lost two of their closest allies in only a few short minutes. But the soldiers had no time to mourn. The thunderous firing of their Lewis gun had exposed them to an even greater threat. The men were now surrounded and would soon meet a similar fate. <sighs> They're not emus, Dopey said. <laughs> They're not emus. I can act cowardly. <laughs> so, uh, Give me, yeah, I need validation. Yeah, well, what for your story or yeah, just in life in general? Just in life, man. Well, you're not getting that from me. Oh, okay, but for your story, yeah, it was again, Sean. You went the full B grade 1980s movie route this time with a bit more horror to it. Yeah, it I did. Such a rocky kind of feel this week. It was like a rocky. Yeah, last week was a little bit action. Fucking, you know, we discussed oh, that yeah. on the last episode. This yeah. week, not so much. It's more just. I'm gonna even say degrade horror, like. See, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, you going further away? Yeah, I'm going further away. Like, I can I can see the strings moving the emus around in my like, head. Like, uh, who was the Hey Hey It's Saturday? Uh, uh, Dicky Knee. No, the ostrich. Oh, Aussie ostrich. Aussie ostrich. Oh, yeah, just him, just ready to <laughs> just mutilated. Hey. But that would be the ostrich wars. That's a whole another story for next yeah, week. Yeah, well, it's very much. <laughs> I guess it's my Tarantino. Viewing. I've been watching a lot of Tarantino movies, you know, like Inglorious Bastards, uh, Django Unchained, where they uh, <clears throat> they take historical events and then just mould it into their own. Yeah, because this was a real event. Yeah, the the Great Emu War, if you didn't realise, is an actual event. <laughs> We're getting disbelief from Africa. But it's uh, it's Bora. They just killed a bunch of emus. Well, it wasn't really a war. It was more of a slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Very colonial. It was the. It was the. We're going to war, I tell you. <laughs> Imagine like if uh, the Saint Valentine's Day massacre was a war. Was a war, <laughs> and the people against the war were emus, but the emus won. Well, they're still around. No, no, they they like embarrassed the Australian military. Uh, they, uh, it's insane. They like uh, became like they started doing guerrilla warfare and shit. So they'd have like the biggest, tallest ostrich 
Amy. Uh, Amy standing, yeah, get, get off the back, um, watching guard. And whenever they heard something, they'd go like, caca, caca. <laughs> and they would all bolt, you know. And like all the farmers and stuff are all. Were they on the soldiers or the emu side? No, they were anti emus. So anti emus. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's their problem. Yeah. You can't fuck with emus, man. That's. that's they got cassowaries backing them up. That's how yeah, country man. people solve all their problems, Bob. Bringing in the military. <laughs> <laughs> this crop needs harvesting. Call the military. <laughs> We've run out of beer. Call the military. <laughs> so, uh, subconsciously, Sean. Oh, subconsciously. It was. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's been pushing every week. Like, you've got to have your subconscious thing down. You need to know before I... you come in. And you fucked it. Subconsciously, it wasn't. It was all. It was all conscious. This decision was. I saw. It got brought up in conversation. I thought, "Fuck, that would be a good story to kill a bunch of people in." Yeah, uh, but, but you, it doesn't even kill a bunch. It just kind of gets a but bit Amy, like emus are just. The military isn't overly shiny, and that's kind of what emus go for. If you're shiny, like the military, they're going to... That's probably what... They might have just came out looking like RuPaul Drag Race contestant soldiers. What, the military? Yeah, so and the that's Amy's what... just fucking... <laughs> well, fucking going for you. <laughs> are, are you confusing Amy's with magpies? No, Amy's go after... For... Like, because magpies love shiny shit. So do Amy's. So, well, I think it's a bird, it's a bird thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> All the military had to do was put a bunch of mirrors up. How do you and they do... would have fucked themselves up. And it would have been war over. Yeah, like just a magic mirror house. Yeah, they could have just won this with a bunch of glass blowers. They didn't even need the military. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh country people, man. Uh, it's, uh, Australians. Australians. We're a fucking special We're bunch. not fucking dealing with that <laughs> artsy fartsy mirror shit. Just bring in the military. <laughs> um, no, but it was just a conscious dis- uh, decision to just make a fucked up story about the great... Amy. And it's... Sadly, an untold story that happened in WA. There you go. Yeah. Mystery lesson for you. As I said last week, you learn things when you watch this podcast. Yeah. COVID-19 isn't all that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you could have emus invading your house as we speak if it wasn't for our brave, terrible military. Yeah. So. Uh, if you don't know what an emu is, it's right here, Brian. Get it up there. <laughs> but uh, if you don't know what an emu looks like, you're going to find out in my piece of art. In a segment oh. that I like to call Sean and Hulza. <laughs> I'm glad we have a name for it. I'm glad you put so much thought into it this week. Yeah. And then we're going to have like a sound effect <clears throat> from like Bill and Ted, where it's like, excellent. Just like this. <laughs> excellent. <laughs> uh, Why are you writing that down? I sent you that link already. Bill and Ted one? Yeah. Probably. Uh, Leave that in the show. (laughs) (laughs) Brian! (laughs) But I'm pretty happy with my artwork this week, man. Because I did it in Texter. (laughs) You stepped up in the... You ran out of red pen and went, fuck it, I'm going the Texter route. You know, I went the... uh, uh, Bill Cosby traced everything. I would not follow in Bill Cosby's Well, I don't know any other animators... (laughs) I'm glad you weren't the animators. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad you don't know any others. <laughs> no, Bill Cosby used to trace everything on uh, Fat Albert. Did he? Yeah. There you go. That's a line from another Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> if you hear any facts from me, it's from Kevin Smith movies. But this oh. is my piece of work. 
Yeah. Wow. All right. It's just after the Bill Cosby reference, it's just creeping me out. Like that is Cosby creeping up on someone in the background. I was worried I made him too cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nah, beautiful Sean. The emu, he actually does look a lot like uh, Aussie Ostrich. Hey, or Pluck a Duck, one of the two. So you got the, you know the you know Australiana nostalgia. Yeah, I, thing there. I had to get the emu. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You had to know because if I didn't. I would have to start again. How many teeth do emus have, Sean? Because that's got about fucking 300. Yeah, but he's an alien. He's an alien. Uh, Fair enough. Freak. He, like, just, they all... You mean emus don't actually do that when you shoot their eggs? I didn't shoot his egg. Whatever it was. It was, uh, it was a moon rock. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, uh, which is here. Oh, okay. I thought that was a weird... I didn't know. Well, I didn't colour it in black. Yeah, it was yeah, meant okay. to be a black rock. This is uh, uh, Grumpy. Grumpy, yeah, yep. Which uh, surprisingly looks like me, it, like always. I like because I like to. I'm, I feel self, I'm self like, obsession. I'm self like portrait. Alfred Hitchcock, man. I like just putting <laughs> putting myself into little scenes and little. <laughs> it looks like a Gary Larson drawing. I don't know who that is. The Far Side. He's a little cartoon book, harmless, happy comedy from the eighties, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, uh, we yeah, might yeah. put a little thing there little so little. I can watch back on this episode and <laughs> do the research. No, for once I've got a reference you have no idea about. And then like, this is not so much of a hidden Easter egg, but there's seven dwarves. Yep. I've only put six there because that's the seventh one for continuity. <laughs> All great art has good continuity. This, yeah, be- beautiful, Sean. <laughs> Again, nailed it. <laughs> Um, I actually like your drawing a shitload better than my drawing this week. I didn't, uh, my drawing, I kind of, like my story, I just got myself into a corner and said, oh, fuck it, I'll just finish it. Uh, so we'll look at that. Yeah, I, like, right I liked your artwork. Yeah. Well, actually, I haven't seen it. <laughs> wow! <laughs> there you go, Sean. There's uh, the man, well, me, I suppose, if I had a bit more of a mullet. I thought you had a whole pig for $5. Oh, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, just, it's just dollar signs. I, I couldn't actually price yeah. things. I didn't have the time for that. But if you look at that, there's uh, your soul and human kidneys on that that list as well. So you can Which get a one? Lot of, in, on the price Oh, your there. soul. Yeah. You've also spelled soul wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's That's Good like the soul of a shoe. Well, maybe that's what they're selling. Oh, yeah. Old boots. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually S O U L. Good thing I'm on a writing podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's hey, on- you have to feel bad that I pointed that out. <laughs> As but I said, I didn't like this drawing, so I love it. Up. I love it. I love it. Uh, you can have it. What's it got in his hand? It's a just yeah, crap. Oh, yeah. And the pig's head. And that's yeah. the old lady's breathing heavily against the window. And. After uh, biting him. She has a vibe of that, uh, uh, is it the, the mask or the Halloween mask? It was like a goose, it was like the scariest Goosebumps book growing oh, up as a kid. We've gone over this, man. I haven't read Goosebumps since I was like 13, and since then I've done yeah, a lot well, of damage. I haven't to been my catching brain. up on it. I just remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the difference. You remember. I don't, yeah, yeah there's no, it's not there anymore. Well, so. Brian. Brian, get up there! <laughs> Help us out here, Brian. So, so anyway, I reckon yeah. it kind of looks like like that a bit, and yeah. uh, he's really sweating. You haven't really done a great self portrait. <laughs> That's how I look in the shot. It actually kind of looks like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, get your get your head in the shot there. 
Oh, shit, he's got enough <laughs> of the fucking lights over. <laughs> <laughs> you see this? Looks exactly like you, Brian. I just <laughs> thought, what would a what would a scared American that, look that's like? How Brian's gonna look if he fucks up this episode? <laughs> <laughs> or after we leave and he realised that he's doing this episode. <laughs> so enough of the art. Yeah, so that was uh, Sean and Howell's <laughs> <Sean and Hull's laughs> art segment. Next week we'll present a calligraphy set segment. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah why not? Write, uh, <laughs> literacy class. <laughs> spelling bee. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. We should have a spelling bee. Uh, so uh, this next segment, I, I think it's only fair that you name it. What are we doing? The nine not word Oh. Shit. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. I forgot the pro. It's only the fourth week. I can't remember the program yet. We've got uh, 99 problems and a story ain't one. 99 words and I didn't spell one. <laughs> <laughs> so here's uh, that segment. So, yeah, we, are so we, are we going with, let's go with yours first this time. Yeah. Uh, so the topics for this week were Penguin in Jail. Which, yeah, you, you got. I got. And you got the a Tree pleasure. in the Gulf War. <laughs> which, which we surprisingly uh, had like. Uh, an amazing story sent in based on that. So we've yeah. seen that one. You've got to beat that one. I don't. I'm insecure about mine. Mine's, I was so angry about the topic that the story came out angry. I think I kind of wrote mine angry. Good. And you'll be able to tell that I wrote this after a YouTube rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. <coughs> Can we have a penguin? In jail. Brian, we have a penguin. Get it done, Brian. <laughs> so this is uh, my 99-word story, Penguin in Jail. I can understand why the penguin killed himself. <laughs> the judge, who had an unnatural hatred for penguins, was going to make sure he received the maximum pun- punishment possible. 300,000 consecutive life sentences was a harsh punishment for selling bootleg Happy Feet DVDs. Prison was rough, but the penguin settled in okay until one night he got an eerie feeling in his feathers. He called out to the guards, but no one was there. Then he saw her, the person behind all the Happy Feet DVD bootlegging operations, staring at him with those murderous eyes. It was Hillary Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) I had a a bit of Jeffrey Epstein sort of vibe to it. Relevant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> we get the Wikipedia article. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Wikipedia that shit, motherfucker. Oh, oh yeah. Um, what do you say? You went penguin jail, Hillary Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein. Well. The Holy Trinity. Well, I wasn't going to have the penguin fuck kits. I had to take that out. So I thought... I'm glad you decided against that, Sean. Well, the first couple of drafts he did. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't as funny as I thought it would be. (laughs) Yeah, even if a penguin's doing it, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's still not very funny. (laughs) Yeah. No, so I thought I'm the never happy look at Pingu the same. <laughs> the happy feet bootlegging I thought was like a nice little charm and Yeah. Charming. Probably a bit of a safer route to go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh oh, now God. I'm interested to see the, the tree in the Gulf War. Well, hang on, I need to get angry for this, man. I need to, oh, fuck. I need to get into the fucking spirit of the tree. Four. 
sort of <clears throat> fucking tree is this? An angry tree. <laughs> I'm trying to think of tree names. <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> These motherfucking no on a piss weak coward acting sons of bitches. Don't they know I've been standing here, a lone tree in the desert for hundreds of years, and now, now they slink up pathetically to use me as their shield. I don't care about their war, but because of these bastards, my proud wooden frame is being my proud wooden frame is being torn to shreds and splinters by machine gun fire and mortar rounds. Lenny's being hit. It's not looking good. I hear an anguished scream rise up from behind me. I chuckle. At least I'm not the only one dying today. Oh fuck! <laughs> I man, that was. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time you said it, it felt like Jimi Hendrix if it was, if it was a tree. Fuck your, <laughs> fuck your war. It was like, no pun intended, Woodstock. It was like something you'd hear at Woodstock. <laughs> fuck yeah, your yeah. war. You know, fucking revolutionary. <laughs> I've been listening to a fair bit of the MC5, which I don't know, that might go over a few people's heads, but you know, good anti... Be a revolutionary band, rock and roll band, fucking good band. Nah, Second man, band. listen to your government. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to put chips in your body, just let them. Yeah, if they want to kill Epstein, that's a good thing. Yeah, that was a good thing. <laughs> that's even if you he's dead. That. Ooh. <laughs> put up a, a thirty-minute documentary on how Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> that could be a new next episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, the podcast is slowly going to roll into. <laughs> oh yeah, a few people said we don't have enough direction, so there's your fucking direction. Uh well, I, I hope you liked us nine nine word stories. I think we will. Uh, what do you reckon? Do we draw out next week's words or do we watch uh, the awesome short stories that people sent in? We'll and some art, artwork yeah, this week. Art. We'll watch those first because continuity. Continuity. We're, we're staying on track. Yeah. 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 Continuity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Brian, uh, so who's the first one? I'll, I'll read that one because that was – we got two uh, – Don't be picky here, Sean. They're all going to go. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's kick it off with Squirly. Oh, yeah, Squirly. Yeah. It's the only one Squirly's, I've seen. Squirly's... Uh, I like this one. Yeah, Squirly's another Perth comedian. And uh, I haven't watched this, but you watched it. You said it was I good. want a word count. Oh, a word count? Oh. I'm coming for you, Squirly. I reckon you went over. Well, Squirly works on, like, the fishing boat, so if you piss him off, he might... Fucking would be the first person to try and get rid of a cray boat, so <laughs> it might underbelly you. <laughs> All right, g'day, it's Squirly here. I just thought I'd see if I could give this whole reading thingy a go. Uh, I hope he knows this that is this called counts Pingu as the Penguin. <laughs> just giving his resume off the top. <laughs> there you go, back. I'd see if I could give this whole reading thingy a go. Uh, this is called <laughs> Pingu the Penguin. The clock roared inside Pingu the penguin's head as he stared at it from his seat in the electric chair. The taste of his last meal, vanilla ice cream, couldn't help him escape the sound. He had seen this all coming though. A life on ice has few other destinations. It was a slippery slope. Hey, happy feet. Show us your dance, you fucking sea turkey. That all laughed at him. They were laughing when he stabbed that narwhal with its own horn, though, were they? No one had ever laughed at Pingu again shortly. Whack! The lever dropped. Nothing. 
Looks like he's blowing a seal, said someone from the gallery. <laughs> nah, I think that's just ice cream, laughed the executioner. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's the tale of Pingu the Penguin. Fucking ripper. <laughs> Had a very The Green Mile sort of vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was down. that's the only one I've seen. I accidentally watched that. I know we're not supposed to, but I had to check yeah, it out. He, had, he threw in a joke in there, which I like, the blow on the seal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just vanilla ice cream. I appreciate it, Squirrely. <laughs> you fucking maniac. <laughs> Definitely uh, future guest. Well, I think uh, this next one, uh, this is, she sent in a story last week, and I butchered the absolute fuck out of it. So... Uh, I think she's taken it upon herself just to record this. As we said, that is the safest way to do it. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, So this is uh, Gillian the Scottish Terrier. Eric never wanted to get married. Not really. He felt trapped. He'd read things about marriage. He'd read that it was like a life sentence that you can never escape. And then there'd be children, and then there'd be no escape. But as he looked in the mirror, his ridiculous rotund body squeezed into his black tail suit, his top hat perched on top of his baldy head. Oh, I look ridiculous. I look like a bloody penguin. And all this, this is the beginning of the end. To make her happy. This was my life sentence, he thought. To make her happy. <laughs> what was that? Depressing. <laughs> well, she got penguin. I don't know what jail. Maybe like... No, it was, like, it was the life sentence. I missed that. I'm married. <laughs> it's not a life sentence. I was just going to say that in case my wife watches this. Oh, there's the Scottish accent. The Scottish accent. Yeah. yeah. I was waiting for it to charge the British. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to. Uppity bastards. And she does. She's got a very author sort of glasses as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. This, yeah, this one is uh, from Sunny. She sent in the written version of this story that I read, and I was like, you have to fucking record this because this is... It, she's got to put the rest of our stories to shame, but this is... Uh, I don't even know if it's got a title, but it's good. So, uh, I'm and Brian are just having a quick moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're shaming me on <laughs> on the podcast. Like, you're not drinking fast enough. It also makes me feel bad. Like, fuck, if we're going to listen to Stony stories, we've got to fucking start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is actually a great story. This is uh, out of the one that I've read out of this week. This was my favorite. You missed the joke. <laughs> Man, I fucking... I, I was deep in thought with a sweet, sweet... Shivers, Shivers Regal. Yeah. We'll cut that joke. <laughs> no, but here's, uh, here's Sunny with her short story. about uh, Her topic was uh, train the golf war. Ah, excellent. So for this week's challenge, I chose uh, the tree and the golf war. 
I thought it would be fun. Uh, I had to do a little bit of research. It's sort of right from the perspective of a tree. But also, I can't... Uh, don't give us your fucking intros. Otherwise, it counts as the 99 word. Stop hijacking our podcast. <laughs> Get to the fucking story. I We're the only ones who matter I'll, here. I'll We're on the couch. I pumped you up and it's just like, yeah, I'll fucking get to it. Nah, I'm just joking. Tree <laughs> 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 that uh, was imported from Ethiopia to line the streets of Kuwait at the time, so they were around a fair bit. And so this is the story. The tree would never come to know why it was uprooted, why the heat of the sun suddenly felt so different, why it had been covered with a suffocating coat of what seemed to be some form of rock. The humans were different too, and they were uneasy, bracing for conflict. The tree knew these things, it sensed them in its roots. The humans rushed and screamed. A shockwave hit and the tree was covered in a thick, slimy liquid. Human sap is weird, the tree thought. It just wasn't quite the right color. <laughs> oh, that's the intro. It's fucking gnarly story. Yeah, man. I'm down with that. That's a good story. It was, uh, it was a fucking hard topic. As well. Oh, we've got. Say. Yeah, man. But you know it. It was fucking great. Fuck so. yeah, man. Um, so we got one from my sister. I'll read the one from my sister and then. Uh, actually, I've got this one up. You can read this one. All right. This one's not from Sean's sister. Same name, though. Michelle Nielsen? Michelle Nielsen. There you go. Yeah. So Follow her on cheers, Instagram. Michelle. She's got a lot of amazing art and uh, you can put put the art there, Brian, because she, she actually sent in a couple of. Fucking oh, cool and the artwork's fucking cool. Yeah, as can fuck, you roll so. it up so we can see the uh, the penguin artwork? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so Michelle Nielsen's Alka Penguin. <laughs> I googled that. It's actually, I think it's just the name. It's it, not an actual type of penguin. No, Al Capone penguin. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah, had to make sure. Yeah, or we get penguin. you, Michelle. Yeah. He's a bloody gangster. One quiet Friday in Perth, Alka Penguin escaped Perth Zoo. Alka Penguin needed cash fast. Alka Pen- Penguin waddled into a bank. Alka Penguin spied a security guard. He slapped him silly and he took his gun. Alka Penguin proceeded to hold up the bank. Alka Penguin grabbed all the money. <laughs> this is fucking hard to say. Alka Penguin so many times. Alka Penguin waddled back out right into the waiting arms of Perth police. Well, have you ever seen an Alka Penguin under arrest? Come on, flippers and handcuffs. Really? Poor Alka Penguin. <laughs> Poor Alka Penguin is doing bloody time in jail. <laughs> I oh. look it's the picture of the, the uh, picture is fucking great I'm so sorry if I butchered that but if you try and say Alka Penguin <laughs> 37 times in a minute it gets hard it's uh yeah but I do love the artwork and if you do uh if you don't write a story but you like the the topics would love to see your artwork as well man the artwork's really good it feels, it's, it's feels putting like- our artwork to shame but that's the point of this podcast. It's yeah. a self-hate kind of experiment. Yeah. So. yeah. No, no, realist. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it feels like Saturday morning Disney. Except, a little bit with the artwork. Saying. Except we don't have shitty kids sending artwork. We get like proper <laughs> We get proper artists to send Imagine it Imagine trying to be excited about that every week. Like, it's another whatever the fuck oh, that is. Oh, great. It's uh, two rolls of toilet paper <laughs> sticky tape together. Oh, it's Mickey Mouse, is it? Oh, Thanks for the note. You win a prize because you obviously need yeah. something. Yeah, here's a fucking Game Boy so you stay the fuck away from arts and crafts, you stupid kid. <laughs> anyway, here's Goofy. <laughs> uh, this one is from uh, my sister who I think was in a, uh, 
she only wrote this because I think she was because uh, of the uh, COVID nineteen. She's rewatching uh, Orange Is the New Black on Netflix. Okay, and she was like, "Oh fuck, I want to write a Penguin in Jail story." Well, I haven't heard it right, but she's the more talented writer out of you two. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Here I am wearing the orange jumpsuit that I have become so accustomed to. I sit and watch all the other inmates in this hellhole, wasting their time playing games and fighting with each other. Not me. I'm planning my next escape. I don't think I would be back here so soon. My plan was perfect. It should have worked. I nearly had the Batman. I had big plans for this city. It should be mine. How did he catch me with the the bat lasso? Just wait, Batman. The Penguin will be back. <laughs> I'm so glad someone went the Penguin from Batman route. Oh, you fucking earlier. It's like, oh, comic books are shit. Comic yeah, books are shit. Danny DeVito trumps. Yeah, you know? Burgess Meredith. No. It was the original bat, uh, Penguin. I've only got room to remember one Penguin in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's Danny DeVito. You don't remember with the purple top hat? <laughs> with that impression, yeah. Perfectly. <laughs> I want money. Um, <laughs> it wasn't even a penguin, he was just a big baby. Where? <laughs> 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 I want money. Where? <laughs> bad Cagney, hey? Fucking. Uh, let's, let's draw the. Now we got one more. Oh, do we? And it's. Guess who it's from? Oh, Cookie. Oh, mate, Cookie. Closing out the, the stories. Fucking, I'm down with his dedication, hey. Oh, I love this it. This is four from four. Three from Cookie, four. Uh, Cookie kind of looks like me. Because I, <laughs> I went the shaved head. Terrible time to shave your head with the Black Lives Matter, <laughs> the Black Lives Matter rally and winter. Like, it's just, <sighs> being a skinhead, this time of year is not a good time to be a skinhead. <laughs> Cookie can attest. And, uh, yeah, let's see what Cookie brought for us this week. He's like our little mascot. I love him. I love Cookie. <laughs> let's see what this fucking racist Cookie has. <laughs> nah, I love you, Cookie. I'll pause it. Get to the point. <laughs> See, he was Cookie knows what it's about. He's been with us since the beginning. Oh, you He's know a what? Professional. This is a story. Penguin in jail. <laughs> Boom. He's in. If you want to get on this podcast, be more like skinhead Cookie. <laughs> now, be more like Cookie. Get to the point. We'll figure it out down the track. Penguin history cook. <laughs> No, he kind of has a Walter White look about him. He does. He can He's cook like, some good meth. He does. <laughs> he does. He cook, oh no, I mean like he, he does look like meth cook skinhead cookie. But what he definitely is is a great story writer. It's a great story. That is uh, how we're going to finish all our shows if Penguin, we can keep up with it. Oh, definitely. Yeah. His breath smelt of rancid fish, and the jailer grimaced. Damn penguins! This one was in for drunken disorderly. And you only had to see him trying to walk to know he'd had a few. And apparently, when he was arrested, he was also on ice. The penguin opened one eye and before the jailer could move, the penguin spat a dried fish bone like an arrow through the jailer's throat. The penguin leant over his dying body, grabbed the keys, turned the jailer's head towards the CCTV and whispered, Smart and wave, son. Smart and wave. 
cookie. I, I love cookie because he always puts that little bit of salt yeah, and pepper yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, he's got that little. Yeah. Someone needs to sign him up to some kind of large TV contract. He's... Give him his own podcast, Brian. Yeah, Brian. Jeez, make it happen. 90, 90 second <laughs> podcast <laughs> with Cookie. <laughs> he should introduce our show as well. Yeah. Put him in space and stuff, and he'd be like, oh, it's the fuck? <laughs> we need to get him in as a guest, maybe episode 100. Once he's done 100 stories. We'll get him for the live show, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If we do a live show. We, we will do a live show. Yeah. yeah. When we do a live when show. When we do a live show. Yeah. So. But before then, I think we go to see what next week's topics are. Yeah, do you want to name that segment? You've been pretty creative so far. Uh, uh, fuck! You <laughs> put me under the pump. <laughs> um, just uh, keep umming. It's more interesting than when we're silently yeah, trying to um, fucking do um, this. Um, oh, I'll give you uh, yours. Yes, for sure. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. I reckon this is cool. Would you like a heavy breathing in the microphone again, Sean? Did, Did I? Yeah, no, no, I said, would you like to usually do that at this point? Oh, yeah, yeah. This is where we do the Jeopardy music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we've we've learned that we talk to each other yeah. while we unwrap it. We can do two things at once, yeah. apparently. So Otherwise, we just stood there just like, oh, we got nothing to say to each other. Uh, Excellent! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. This, this, is, this is historically me, pretty much. That's, oh, you know, okay. Great. Um so the segment is called Story Jar. <laughs> Random Story Jar. <laughs> well, that was shit. Well, <laughs> shut up. Next week we'll come up. Send us in your, your title names for, for this uh, segment. our segments. Okay, what'd you get? I got a rock star yeah. in the ocean. <laughs> so I've got a, I already already know where this is going. <laughs> I got a nerd. Yep. In a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Historically, natural enemies. It, it, it sounds like a, a Revenge of the Nerds prank already. <laughs> Get those nerds in oh, their holes. You need uh, Rodney Dangerfield could be there. <laughs> you can definitely be in on this one. <laughs> well, I hope uh, you enjoyed the latest episode. If you didn't, it's fucking Brian's fault. So yeah, just remember that this is the new the new podcast studio. He's been like, guys, I'm gonna make this way better than your shit fucking attempts. Yeah, so he's very crude. He almost violent. He is a little bit. He's American. He can't help it. But yeah. uh, with that, I think we should fly out of here with the, the clouds. <laughs> oh, oh. You need to make sure that works, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get it. All right, thanks again for tuning in for the Shivers Regal Riders Club and uh, make sure to tune in next week and make sure to send in your artwork for Nerd in a Hole and... Oh, Rockstar in the Ocean. Yeah. yeah. All right, you ready to get out of here? I am. All right, ready? <laughs> Catch you later, guys. I could have been on my way home tonight. I could have avoid the drinks and avoided the fights, but then it all just plays on Okay, guys, just a quick one. Just remember to check out all of our uh, social media channels. We got Instagram, we got Facebook, we got Patreon, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube. There you go. <laughs>